When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I had to go about it, write it out and find it myself. And there's some stories I can tell you. I had to fail, had to fall just for what I did well. And there's some stories I can tell you. This is the final word. New Zealand, Australia Daily, Wellington Day 2. Adam Collins, Jeff Lehman Show brought to you by Seabus Super. We are staring directly into the Earth's sun now for maybe another 30 seconds before it dips over the roof as another day fades into oblivion, the endless cycle tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow. Adam, tell us about what happened today in the space of 30 seconds. Australia resumed at 9 for 279 and remarkably added 108 runs in an extended first session. Cam Green unbeaten 174, Josh Hazelwood 22. The partnership of 116 record-breaking for the final wicket. New Zealand lost three wickets with the score on 12, two further wickets with the score on 29, two further wickets with the score on 70-something. They mm-hmm. lost them in clumps. A chaotic run out with Kane Williamson. They were all out for 176. They did not enforce the follow-on. A 204 lead has become 217 by the close, but Australia have lost Smith and Labuschagne for Norton too, respectively. Classic New Zealand versus Australia stuff. You come in, you're level pegging, maybe a bit ahead on day one, and everything, everything goes so badly wrong. Yeah. I thought it was 115 I've had in my head all day, and now it's 116, which is fine. Um, that, I mean, it's entirely possible that you're right and I'm wrong. No, I'm, I'm not. I'm not posing that on the on the basis that I'm right. It would be interesting if I've been saying the wrong thing all day, which would also be funny. Either way, it doesn't matter. Who makes a century partnership for the last innings? Not many people. That's who. This was the 28th time in Test history right. that it's happened today. It doesn't happen very much for a reason because usually the number 11 is not very good. That's that's how things work. That's how cricket teams are structured. And so, what is more annoying than being a fielding team and then watching the 10th wicket partnership? put on 100 runs but New Zealand didn't help themselves they rock up today Josh Hazelwood hasn't faced he has to face the first over he defends it quite nicely that's fine and then they immediately go what was it eight on the fence and a slip straight away for the first ball that Cameron Green Green faces today now if you've watched this show if you've watched any cricket involving Australia over the last four years you would have a reasonable idea that Cameron Green is not the best starter He's, he's a bit slow sometimes, he's a bit nervous, he's not quite sure what to do. If you say to him, okay, everybody's back on the fence and you can just play whatever shot you want and it doesn't matter and you almost have no way of getting out unless you miss a straight ball, does that make his job easier? Yes, it does. Like It was so bizarrely defensive. It was, it was shit tactics. It was, uh, I mean, I was, I, was, I was actually quite annoyed seeing them go to that immediately. Like, yes, that's an option. 
You can have that in your kit bag in Test cricket. You can you can go to that if you want to try to get the eleven on strike. But to just go right from the start of the day, we're not going to bother putting some slips in, trusting our faster bowlers to see if we can get an edge and finish this off quickly. It was stupid. It was self defeating, and and they paid a price for it. Also, like with the milk to strike game, where you have eight out, then do the umbrella thing. Mm-hmm. We've actually seen recently what's more effective than that, bowling at blokes' heads. Mm-hmm. And without wanting to be too crude about it, they didn't do enough of that. Mm. They didn't do enough of the bowling, because they don't have, the, with the exception of O'Rourke, mm. no one's got the wheels for it. Henry's not that kind of bowler. Southey isn't as quick as he used to be, to mm-hmm. put it mildly. Um, Kugeline had some issue yesterday, only bowled a few overs today. And Ravindra Look, the man most likely, and only bowled, I think, four or five overs mm-hmm. in that spell, seven in total for the innings after picking up Cummins yesterday. So, yeah, it wasn't particularly inventive. I felt sorry for Tom Latham. He was shadow batting for the whole 140 minutes, mm-hmm. waiting for the chance to go out and open. He would have, It would have been a weird day to warm up for. You know, if you're in the fielding side yeah. there, nine down, if you're an opening bat, in all probability, more often than not, you're batting inside the first half an hour. Mm-hmm. Um, Latham had to wait till after yeah. lunch. And he's having a rough trot as it is, and he eventually plays one on from the toe of his bat. He's the first of those three wickets to fall with the score on 12, and thus opens New Zealand up. But, yeah, it was slightly chaotic. I don't think they bowled especially badly after the first 40 minutes. I thought they bowled badly in the first 40 minutes. I think Mm -hmm. they actually recovered the situation a little bit. But by that point, the horse had bolted. Your point before, Cameron Green had played himself in. Hazelwood had a chance to play himself in as well. He faced exactly half the balls that Green faced this morning. Mm -hmm. They did the milk-to-strike game from their end perfectly. A moment of controversy. Might come back to it in the Hall of Fame uh, as it relates to when they kind of crossed and went back and and so on, albeit controversial for about 30 seconds. But But, but it was almost without blemish after. So the the first... Hazelwood faces two overs. He faces the first and the third over of the day in their entirety. And then from that point on, Green is able to get a single from either the fourth, fifth or sixth ball. Usually he wasn't really doing it off the fourth. It was kind of funny that Hazelwood had to be the one to enforce it. Green kept trying to take runs and Hazelwood was like, no, it is the third ball of the over. We're not going to do that. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. Okay, sorry, sorry. And back he'd go. But, um, you know, Hazelwood ends up facing one to two balls and over uh, at most. And then Green starts getting into gear to hit sixes. Three overs in Mm. a row where he lumps a six over the leg side and they were bowling short at him just not short enough because it wasn't it wasn't head hunting it was sternum hunting mm. and he was just able to sit back and, and pump the old one over the leg side and then find a single and keep the strike so there's three there's a Henry over then an O'Rourke over then a Henry over again where he smacks him for six then they kind of settle down into the rhythm a bit Hazelwood has that over off O'Rourke where he hits two boundaries mm. very little attacking stuff Hazelwood didn't play many shots but he has that, that sort of square drive behind point and then a drive through the covers and then they bring up the 50 partnership with the first of those and that's within the first hour and then they get to drinks and it's like well who thought that Hazelwood would still be batting at drinks um, this was the highest score he's made since 2016 oh, I, I saw 21 came up in mm. 19 so I didn't mm. think about 22 but yeah. hadn't made it the double figures for three years either mm. so you know there is something going on there with him being able to just draw down on whatever it was that used to make him quite mm. a dependable number 9 or 10 he averaged he, uh, was, 47 after his first five test matches right there you go and with I the always bat. remember the 39 he made at, at mm. Dominica which will probably remain his test highest score but yeah. you know that um, that uh, that cover drive out towards the museum stand was Lara-esque you mm. know it was beautiful in its execution so Hazelwood deservedly that he came from did they used to call uh, Bendemir him the, the Bendemir Lara uh, ben, oh Bendemir Lara right mm. they, 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 they did, should they, they should do that I reckon that popped up for a little bit because he made 32 not on debut as well yeah, in Brisbane yeah. um, where he belted seven boundaries That's in right, his 32 yeah. um, and then he made another 20 odd in the third his third test at Kingston uh, sorry in the the second test of that series and uh, after he'd made the 39 in Rousseau so yeah he, he actually contributed quite a few useful scores in his first 
four or five tests. Contributed with the ball as well, picking up Ravindra. Now let's go to New Zealand's batting. So I've mentioned Latham already. Which, which is, I just also touch on Cameron Green, 174. Oh, out. sorry, I thought we had um, an innings. Let's go back to Yeah, we, we'd had one swing. Let's have a second swing yep. on that. Uh, it's going to make the guy right. We spoke a little bit mm. about Australian number fours last night. Um, the fact that he's been able to do it on a surface that continues to give a bit to every bowler who's in there. Nathan Lyon had it turning square from ball one today. So this is no road, far mm. from it. It's, it's also not a minefield that the um, divots on the pitch mm-hmm. aren't like, as Jeremy said, they're, they're, they're not, they're not um, what did he say? They're not scallops. They're not, um, they're not to the point where you can, um, if you hit the Spock right now, it's yep. not going to go low or take off like right. it did at the Gabba a couple of years ago in that Australia-South okay. Africa test match. But um, Scallops it, with the lobster yeah. flavour on top. Yeah, potato cakes, <laughs> potato cakes. Um, but no, it, it, the, the, the pitch is providing enough to bowlers of all persuasions. Mm. And in that context, Green being able to do what he did yesterday with wickets falling around him and having new partners mm on the reg keys in the bowl stuff with mm. the Australian lower order <laughs> and then today to have the maturity to bat with Hazelwood the way that he did whole different skill set always get, it with get the to the clinic number 11. just PSA just reg- make yourself regular at the clinic doesn't hurt check, get it checked out that's all uh, that's a Jeff Lennon public everybody. service announcement better for everybody um, and yeah like <laughs> cliched as it is coming of age innings mm-hmm. and it is though like he'll be able to look back at this the muscle memory of doing it like this yep. in tough con- he's tell you what he's going to bat on far easier surfaces than this mm-hmm. through his test career mm-hmm. a little bit like when he made those runs at Gould two years ago yeah was it 70 or something like that he, he went to India thinking I, and he didn't play the first couple of tests there yep. but when he got a hit he's like I can do this yep. I, I have the ability to play against the spinning ball in yep. tough conditions yep. and so it'll be the next time that he rocks up and mm-hmm. there's a pitch doing something on day one he's like I have got the experience and the memory that I am good mm-hmm. enough to do this thing mm-hmm. it's kind of why I'm not too worried about Labuschagne like zooming out here and jumping fast sure. forward at the same time Labuschagne's missing out routinely at the moment but he knows he knows he can do it at that level and you don't yeah. forget how to do it he's just having a, an extended rough trot from when mm-hmm. he made the 100 at Manchester last year and a couple of 50s in the home summer that he wasn't able to convert now a run of low scores with Labuschagne he'll always know mm. deep inside that he is good enough at this level so yeah and that's a hurdle that Green is now clearing more regularly than he was before 100 run partnerships for the 10th wicket um, one of the biggest rounds of applause for the day when they went past Glenn McGrath and Jason Gillespie's yes. 114 the famous 114 from the Gabba to score Australia's highest 10th wicket partnership against New Zealand fine there weren't many bigger for Australia so I said 28 all up 100 partnerships 15 were bigger than what they made today. The biggest is uh, James Anderson and Joe Root, the 198 that oh, they yeah, put on. Yeah. Uh, when was it? 2014. Yeah. Second biggest is Agar and Hughes, the oh, 163 right. at Trent Bridge from 2013. So it was a good, it was good, good era for big 10th wicket partnerships. But in terms of Australian 10th wicket partnerships, only three bigger. Agar and Hughes, obviously, at the top of that. Um, the big ship and Reggie Watt okay. in 1902. A couple of story time um, faves there from they, yesteryear. They put on 120 in Early the, se- days, the second shit. test of five. That one, I think, doesn't really count because that was an inverted batting order. They were playing on a sticky oh, okay. dog, and obviously Warwick Armstrong wasn't a number 11, but they put the bowlers up to bat in the middle order. Do you, do you have the technical skills to drop in Warwick Armstrong stuff? Uh, have you got I, that I club do, in the I bag? I do not think, and certainly not in a video <laughs> sense. We don't have a video made up for it. We should have a video made up for it. Maybe I'll work on that. Um, it is, it is a, one of the great hits that we've come up with on the final word thanks 
DC. Uh, and the other one, it was 1924, the, the 4-1 Ashes thrashing. So in the first mm. test of that, in the third innings, Arthur Maley and Johnny Taylor put on 120. Right. That was a timeless test. So they were well ahead on the first innings and they were like, fuck it, let's just bat them to death. And okay. so they did. They just batted for as long as they possibly could. So, yeah, only three bigger 10th wicket partnerships for Australia after um, in, in front of what they did today. I'm glad I know that. Um, New Zealand's batting. Uh, okay, let's go. We'll start with Latham. Feel for him for all that we talked mm-hmm. about before then. Mm-hmm. You know, bottom of the bat. It's mm-hmm. not as though he was playing extravagantly. No. It was a defensive shot. Tucked which, in tight. You know, it's just one of those things that can happen sometimes. Yeah. Uh, it was almost hard to work out what happened. I was watching f- yeah. that from ground level. And it sort of, and all the Australians went up and were like, hang on. Has he been caught behind? And I was like, middle stump looks a little funny. I think he's been bowled. Um, yeah, he didn't have it, his defences crashed through necessarily. No. It was, you know, it was the the aid of the, the ball bouncing before it hit yeah, the stump. It on wasn't the way a, it wasn't a boom crash opera kind of situation. Uh, let's get the run out in a sec. Mm-hmm. I thought Ravindra's shot was an absolute shocker. Mm. I mean, wide for you know, they've lost two wickets with the score on yeah. twelve, and Hazelwood feeds him out there. Great catch from yeah. Nathan Lyon, just after the drama of the Will Young. Kane Williamson yeah. run out, which we'll come to now. But Ravindra, almost, who almost they, a terrible catch, because Lyons mid air, like he's anticipating it going way further to his right, yeah. and he's already taken off. And then he's like, "Uh oh, I have no control over my body, and I have to somehow get my hands in front of my stomach rather than out to my side and catch the ball with both feet off the ground." Yeah, which he did. Yeah, he, yeah, you could say he made it look harder than it was. Like yeah. when Stephen Kernahan would he, take a mark and do like several rolls before. He made it harder. It. it it was hard. It looked hard because it was hard, but he made it more difficult and then somehow pulled it off. Anyway. I wonder if Stephen Kernahan really did that, whether did I just he? built it up in my mind over 30 years. <laughs> Kernahan weird rolls. Yeah. Of, of, a, of, a, of a rival club captain. Sometimes it's hard <laughs> to be a woman. <laughs> Those who know, know. Um, right, where are we? Uh, yeah, so um, the run out. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a few bits here, isn't there? First it of all, bad. I admire Mitchell Stark for wanting to just double check it wasn't his fault. Uh-huh. So Stark walked quite a way up. He wasn't willing to celebrate till he knew it wasn't his reason. Right. So he wanted to establish that he hadn't accidentally tripped someone up. Right. You know, talk about spirit of cricket stuff. I think had he been responsible for it, mm. he would have been willing to have said, hang on a minute here. So I right. just want to note that on the way through. Bad running, but also Awful unlucky. Running. Also unlucky running. Like Young plays the ball in such a way that he, he well, has it's, to... It's Williamson who plays oh, sorry, the ball. Sorry, my yeah. apologies. William, Williamson plays the ball and, and Young's trying to avoid the ball. Mm. So that's why he goes yep. on the inside mm-hmm. rather than the outside, mm-hmm. which typically you go on the outside if you're the non-striker, if right? If you're watching the video, Adam's doing the hokey pokey right now. Yeah, I'm about to do, the, <laughs> had better do an upwish, which we learnt last <laughs> night in the pub. Well, we learned that we still know it last well, night Well, first of all, pub. we learned in the pub we, we still know how to do it, but also that it's not a thing anywhere but Australia. Right. Purely Australia. How's the, that possible? The, the spiritual the, home of Tina Turner is Australia for some reason. How's the how is the nut push not a thing we, in the States? We truly are rugby league island. <laughs> the whole continent. Can't wait till Vegas gets going <laughs> yeah. in a couple of days. Or maybe it's happening already. Maybe it's happening already. We'll find out on the front of the paper, not the back of the paper. Who's I winning on the tables? <laughs> Yeah. Um, uh, right. So, 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 so yeah. So, so the I point felt is, there was an unlucky bit to this. I'm gonna, he had to run. He couldn't get. Okay. He couldn't go. He couldn't go. What's that line in... Um, uh, we can't go over can't it. Go we over can't it. go can't under go it. it. We're going to have to go through it. Have to go through yeah. it. We're going on a bear squish, hunt. Squish, squish. We're going yeah. on a bear hunt. Yeah. We're going to catch a big one. So, what a beautiful day. Um, we're not scared. Incidentally, if you're a parent of small children, why are you trying to catch a bear? <laughs> that is an irresponsible use of your parenting How time. How sad is the last page of that book? I don't know. Do they so catch the last the page of that book, after they, they get into the bear's cave, the bear yeah. shits himself when he sees them, but they run away and go yeah. back and hide under the covers. And the yeah. bear just... 
desolate walking away like oh what have I done oh I thought I found a friend and they've just ran away oh. why why did they leave me oh, okay. it's a genuinely moving final mm, page I the illustration is it Julie Donaldson I think who illustrated the book mate I think you've been yeah. sucked in here by the lobby of Big Bear um, <laughs> who were like yes come into our caves and then stay um, don't run away <laughs> mm, crunch crunch yum yum um, right I'm going to describe the run out in case people didn't see it and they're listening to the podcast so Williamson drives to mid off sets off for a run Mitchell Stark's bowling so he's a left armour, which means that Young is on the off side of the pitch where normally he'd be on the on side of the pitch, right? So normally yeah. the, the two batters would be on opposite sides of the pitch, no problem, no yep. drama. Um, and Stark sets off after the ball, which means he moves directly into the path of the two, the, the, the lane the two batters are going to use. And they're close to each other, so they head off and they both try to run on the pitch side of Stark rather than one of them going around. And then they do the fake-out thing when you're approaching someone on the street and you go to your right and they go to their left and you go, oh, sorry, and then you go back the other way and you go, oh, sorry. <laughs> but they do that, but they crash into each other. And then Williamson ends up trying to go around Stark and he's well short. And the stumps are thrown down. Um, Labuschagne throws, course, him, throws Labuschagne. him down direct. Yeah, he's, That's what he, he does. out of sight as a fielder. So well, he executed four direct hits in 2022 and New Zealand would know yeah, that. Yeah. So you know, that's the other parts of this. Don't take on, on Marnus on the best fielder. One of the best dead-eye dicks in world cricket. Here's the thing. I reckon I reckon Williamson's short anyway. Even yeah. if Stark's not there, and yeah. even if Young's not there, and even if he's got a clear sprint, I reckon he's probably short as it is, and so we'll all concentrate on the collision, but it was just bad calling. Yes. And Young was ball-watching. He was looking over his shoulder, which he shouldn't have been doing, but still. Um, it, it was it was, it was was a dire mistake. You take a guy who's made 700s in his last seven test matches, and you run him out second ball. He runs himself out second ball. What a waste. You know, like it's like someone pulling out the the vintage Grange or whatever from their cellar and then just smashing it on the patio <laughs> steps. It's like we, but we wanted to enjoy that. The reception he got from the crowd coming out, and then they were just silent when he came back in. Yeah, treading a bottle of Grange like the goonbagging mm. wheel of. Guna Fortune. Guna Fortune. That's right. Fortune. (laughs) We should play that. We've got a couple of days off here. Anyone um, got a Hills Hoist? (laughs) If you know somebody in Wellington with a Hills Hoist clothesline, we need a rotary clothesline (laughs) and a five litre foil bag of Fruity Lexia. They might have um, have invented the Hills Hoist New Zealand. Did we take that from them? Maybe. Yeah, maybe Crowded House invented it with Farlow. Russell Crowe invented it. (laughs) In order to mix a Pavlova. Go, Rusty, go. We've we've given Russell Crowe back, though. Um, We we um, claimed him when he won the Oscar, and then when he hit the guy with the phone, we gave him back. To tell a quick story here, when I when there was a comparison made to a traffic accident in the mm. tunnel up there mm. um, when the run out happened before, and I reflected <laughs> that, on that's probably a inappropriate. Well, it was comparison. more like you know when you see two cars yeah. run into each other, and I did think about when we nearly met our maker at that tunnel in 2016. Mm. Do you remember what happened that day, Jeff? We don't need to go into. We that. don't need to go into that. Okay. Um, well, right. anyway, <laughs> look, we're we're still here. Everyone's still here. It's fine. So that happens. Uh, Ravindra goes soon afterwards. Uh, Williamson second ball. Ravindra third ball. Mitchell finally he defence for a while, pulls 1-4 and I'm like, oh, he's on here and then he pokes at Cummins and he's caught. Good um, setup from Cummins. Yeah, yeah caught, the, caught for 11. Gee, did Cummins give, like, hey, Cummins coming on first change when a team's under the pump, that's ridiculously yeah, difficult yeah. at the best of times, but didn't concede a run until his 15th ball or something mm. like that. Mitchell gets him away, but it's that classic, you know, fourth stump line where he digs his trench yep. you know, and he just gives nothing away. Back of a length, just adjusts his length on that same trench and then he goes a little tempter and mm-hmm. Mitchell can't help himself and the rest is history. Yep, and Will Young tickles one down the leg side. Yeah. Just quietly, I know I've said this before, but I'm sick of people saying you're unlucky if you get caught down the leg side. If you drive outside off stump and nick the ball, you're not unlucky. No one says that. Why, if you try to play a leg glance and you play it badly and nick the ball, why are you unlucky? You're not unlucky. It's, a moral, a, bad it's a moral failing yeah. if, as a bowler if yep. you get a player caught down the leg side. Right, I see. 
It's, it's like if you miss leg stump on the projection. Yeah. You know, oh, it's missing leg stump. It's a shit ball. It's missing mm. leg stump. Awful. Missing leg stump by <laughs> half a centimetre. If it was missing off stump by half a centimetre, you're a genius. Anyway, they're five for 29 at that point. 29 for five. They're, they're screwed. Blundell and Phillips come in, and they put on 84, and that was fun. That was yeah. pure ball striking stuff. Love Glenn Phillips. Like, just so entertaining to watch. Mostly along the ground. He wasn't doing white ball slogging. He was scorching, like, off drives and cover drives. Um, again, I was watching that down here, and the people are just obligatory going oh shot oh shot shot he gets to 50 at faster than a run of ball in the situation they were in I mean what an innings here's the next crime against I was going to say humanity against cricket Mm. Um, yeah lost three wickets with the score on 12 Phillips brings up his half century next ball Mm. Blundell who batted really well by the way a couple of those square drives to die for one through the covers as well Looked like they were ready to put on a big partnership. By that stage, they put on 84, and people were starting to believe. When New Zealand reached 50, there was a Bronx cheer. When they reached 100, it was hands above the head clapping. Mm-hmm. The crowd on the hill mm-hmm. here believed they were going to mount this rear guard, and they may not take first innings points, so to speak, but they'll get near enough, they'll still be in the game of cricket. Yeah. But Lyon, who was turning them from ball one, doesn't quite get far enough forward. Blundell caught it short leg. You know, it's a classic off-spinner's wicket. Cougar line two balls later is a dreadful bit of batting from a guy who averages 27, four first-class hundreds, one this year, one against Australia A last year, second ball, trying to plonk Nathan Lyon out towards the monuments over there um, and not sensing the game situation, needing to get himself in, trying to take on Lyon, who's already turning the ball as prodigiously as that. It was such a high-risk option. So a second wicket falling on that score for the third time in the innings, as I mentioned before, wickets on multiple wickets on one score. And that just completely ends any opportunity New Zealand have got of being competitive today. It was just dreadful batting. Uh, And I I know he's not there for his batting, strictly speaking, but he's not not there either. The fact that he's made runs and the fact Mm -hmm. that he's been able to contribute... uh, at the lower levels for New Zealand uh, and have that first-class average, you've got to play your role, especially when he hasn't been able to do an awful lot of heavy lifting with the ball because he picked up a niggle yesterday. Good. Second ball, Duck. Piss off. Didn't want to see you bat anyway. Um, and then there's the bit with Henry and uh, Phillips. They put on 48 together yep. in quick time. Henry was like, look, I, all I know, know how to do is try to hit sixes, so I'll just keep doing that. Worked out pretty well for him today. Phillips is actually the one who gets out first. He hooks down to fine leg. I mean, he's got to play shots at that point, really. Takes on Hazelwood, Stark takes the catch. Phillips, 71. Just on Phillips quickly. Yeah. Just, just really quickly on him to finish off on that. Um, we've whinged a lot about Australia not always utilising their best white ball skills in red ball cricket. Glenn Maxwell, etc. Especially Glenn. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this is Phillips, right? New yeah. Zealand have said white ball gun might work, yep. does a few different things really well. Yep. What excellent fielder, yep. rags his off breaks, yep. and bats down at six or seven mm-hmm. and bats at a run a ball. Imagine like, having a player who could do all three of those things, quite and picking them in a test team. And, and, and I'm glad Phillips is getting the opportunity, and hopefully he gets an extended run in the way that Maxwell didn't. Yep. Yep, that's it. So yeah, he's out for 71. They're eight for 161 at that point. Southie, no shot fired, caught it short leg for yeah, one. Good catch. Yeah, Henry, Great catch, actually. Yeah, Travis Head, yeah. one-hander. Uh, it was off the pad, so it wasn't going that quickly, but he's Just able to stick his hand went out. with the spin, didn't he? Yeah. Henry gets caught at deep mid-wicket for 42 after bashing a few more. 179 all out. They're 204 behind. Could have been forced to follow on, didn't, um, which I thought fair enough because the quicks would have been third spell at the start of that innings. Right. So, yeah, why not take a bit of time? Give them, a, give them a couple of sessions off. And I think they want to try to finish this in four days, though, because, because you know weather on Sunday and whatever so they don't want to bat like two sessions two and a half sessions tomorrow weather on Sunday and as Alex Malcolm's written the last couple of days there's two courses they fancy mm. here not just one mm. there's Royal Wellington and then there's the other one over yeah. behind the I think over behind the, the Governor's okay. Mansion over there so try um, to be done tomorrow <laughs> 
watch this space. I, yeah. I, I, some of them will probably be thinking about whether they have the ability to, to wrap it up in three, although that would take a lot. That probably requires bowling them out in 40 overs again tomorrow yeah. as they did today. Smith chopping on, occupational hazard. Didn't read it off the pitch from Southie. Southie gets two. Probably makes doesn't him, need to be booming drives with no. five overs to go in the day. But, but. you know, he's, it, it, as I say, it's, 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 it is what it is when you're, when you're opening the batting in test cricket and you're not set that'll, that'll happen mm-hmm. against the new ball. I um, don't think it's panic stations. He carried his bat two innings ago and, and had a partnership of 61 yesterday that went deep into the first session, which is fundamentally your job as an opener. Yeah. Um, and yeah, Labashane we, we touched on before and Nathan Lyon copped Edge a whack. down the leg, sir. Nathan Lyon a, a, a whack laid on on the hip flexor. We mm. asked him about it um, later. It just stung him. It was a, it was one of those that hurt at the time. But yep. he'll be fine Disappointing. tomorrow. Disappointing they didn't take the option to have Cam Green bat twice on the same day just to flex <laughs> over New Zealand. Be like, oh, remember this guy? He was batting until after the scheduled lunch break. True. Here he is again by stumps. Remember him? All right, Jeff. Uh, I think it's time that we advance to the final word, Hall of Fame. Final Word Hall of Fame is brought to you by Seabus Super, seabussuper.com.au. You know about their returns. Uh, what we should also remind you of is their profound history that 40 years ago they saw a problem and they found a solution. Mm-hmm. BUS is what it was called originally, uh, where the unions in the middle of an industrial dispute worked with employers and they bargained, they sorted it out, they found the model which would be the bedrock of industry super with trustees from both the employer side and the, and the employee side working in tandem to ensure that retirement savings wouldn't be a hit or missing and it wouldn't be relying on the pension that people could put money away mm-hmm. with, with 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 support from their employer through their careers and then retire with dignified retirement savings. Seabus are at the forefront of that uh, with their pioneers at the start. So this is a fund that's been there from the start. Seabussuper.com.au. Get your super sorted out today. Uh, let us know if you want some help with an introduction. Their past performance brilliant as it is, is not a reliable indicator of future performance. It's our moment of the day, Jeff. Right. Hall of Fame. My Hall of Fame for me today is the Wellington crowd. Uh, <laughs> knowledgeable crowd, knowledgeable crowd here. No, it's just a lovely crowd. I, I spent a lot of time today when I wasn't on air, it's coming down in the breaks to sit down at ground level and just hang out. Uh, ran into Citrus Bob down here, uh-huh. who's over having a jolly. Terrific. Um, can't fit in the press box because there's about eight seats in there, so uh, <laughs> not, not necessarily um, uh, tailored for the, the larger touring packs, of which I wouldn't even say the Australian one is large. But here Did you are. talk to cats with him? Um, with, with a little bit cats, a little bit cats yeah. talk. There's always a bit of, um, bit of something you it's can catch on. Always a bit on. of. Let me tell How'd you about the grandson. Go? How'd Polly Farmer go? How'd Polly Farmer go in 1963? Um, but the point is, the point is that. Everything was lovely. I had some nice conversations with people uh, sort of sitting around who would chat about this player or that player and um, and, and we, were, we were all having a good time. The bit I liked the most is when, when Scott Kugelan came out to bat, you know, shouldn't be here, doesn't deserve the honour of playing for his test country. No one cheered him. No one applauded him. He mm. got the most muted response I've ever heard for a home player. There was, you know, a bit of a burble, but most people were like, hmm don't feel too good about this. Um, so I thought, yeah, fair play. Fair play, Wellington crowd. I, I like you. They've been paying attention. Um, yep. Speaking of the crowd on the other side of it, the streaker, um, who just kind of dawdled out from it at the front of the UN Chatfield mm-hmm. Pavilion, found an opening, ran on, didn't sprint on, went over to Nathan Lyon. I don't think he was too impressed. Had his old boy out, this guy. He was proper streaking. Yeah, yeah, full, um, you full, know, and full if you're streak, bottle. You've got to streak. You can't wear trousers no. or you can't just run on. You, you, no. you, you're duty-bound to yep. do the thing properly. Sure. And then the guy who eventually caught him, um, Barat, was, Barat found that guy, mm. the guy with the long beard and all the rest of it. And um, the conversation Brat had with him was to the effect of, oh, no one else is going to get him, so I went and take him to the ground. But I didn't want to get too close. Basically, so they ended up mm. um, uh, covering well, his, um, covering him up while like they, they, they about eight of them took him off the ground. My thought at the time, yep. by the way, was if every security guard or every um, uh, marshal is over there mm. 
um, frog march. Tommy Lee Jones, U.S. Marshal. That's that, a perfect time for another one. Isn't to that get the on. best time? Yeah. Isn't that the best time? That's that's how you do it. You get ten of your friends to wait back, and then you all go on. There we go. And so uh, I'm going to say the security guard had got him. It wasn't that great to get. The guy had already gone to ground. He was trying to like yeah. crawl under the tackle, um, and so he was he was already flattened, and he was totally out of breath. He he'd run like eighty meters across the ground. He was stuffed. He was like, ah, I got nothing left. I'd like to see a good you know rugby league island style player go out there and just embarrass twenty security guards. <laughs> <laughs> just sidestep them, palm off, um, you know, use the skills, use, use the full space in the field. You've got to have that vision at the corner of your eye. What's what's coming next? The old don't argue, mm -hmm. as I used to say. Um, so Streaker, I saw a chap in the crowd. Um, well, I should, see a Streaker dressed as Heath Streak, Heath Streaker. Yeah, I saw a chap in the crowd. This is not funny. It's just something you see. It was a bit jarring. He was watching a funeral on his iPhone. You know, like that's a thing now. Like, okay. went to yeah, a funeral you, recently. You get right? links, yeah. yeah, and um, he was like just plugged in watching a funeral whilst in uh, Basin Reserve watching cricket, sure. which just struck me as noteworthy. Uh, um, yeah. As did the fact that when um, I hope New you Zealand do that were, for me one day. <laughs> yeah, I'll sit at the cricket watching uh, your send off. Uh, the, when the cricket ground DJ when New Zealand were absolutely stuffed at their change of innings, all out one seven four or six or whatever I said before, playing like a slice of heaven from start to end, mm -hmm. like real upbeat sort of Dave Dobbin it wasn't. Um, wasn't really yeah, the that's what everyone in New Zealand needs. Another spin of Slice of Heaven. Well, where's oh, the exponent spin, by the way? Yeah. I don't know. Why does love do this to me? They play that at every All Blacks game. They play it when New Zealand are playing T20 cricket. Yep. If you're listening, Cricket Ground DJ, I want to hear it tomorrow. We need to end this show. It is too long already. Oh, so it is, yes. Yeah. Um, it's thecbussuper.com.au. Yep. We'll be back tomorrow. We're off to meet um, our final word listeners. At yeah, the pub. we are. We are. By the time you see this, it may, <laughs> it may not be too late. Actually, if you're if you're in um, Wellington, get on down to Bristol Hotel. Bristol, Bristol Hotel. Hotel in Cuba right. Mall. Uh, final word. Uh, New Zealand, Australia, daily, day two, Wellington, Jeff Levin, Adam Collins, we'll see you tomorrow. Good night. the brother, I ain't fenced in my future questions, my current senses. That'll be the same we've been doing for centuries. Sorry if I ran out to empty, wrote this so you know what I meant here. I had to go about it.